Howdy. Welcome back to One Rental at a Time. Today, Matt and I are going to take over the channel and we're going to let Michael devil's advocate for us. We are going to interview Mike because in this video, not that it's his actual opinion, but in this video, Mike's opinion is the housing market is going to crash. So we're going to hear all the reasons why we should sit on the sidelines and wait for the crash or the correction before we start investing. So, <laughs> Mike, give us the first reason that we can talk about. Dude, the first reason the market has to crash is because haven't you seen prices? Prices are higher than 06. They have to crash. It's never been this high before. It has to crash. Don't you guys understand? It just has to crash because it has to crash. It took me too long to find the mute button. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to report you to YouTube. My, Dion, you first. Go ahead. Were you reading the comments <laughs> on Reddit just now, Mike? Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so an uh, articulate, if I can, answer to prices are what's going to cause the crash. Why do you think prices are higher right now, Mike? Uh, because of fear of missing out and uh, everybody's just uh, buying because they're stupid and FOMO's taken over. And why the heck would people waive contingencies? And it's just stupid buyers. Okay, so that's one way of looking at it. What if prices are up because there's a lot of demand, it's a stable asset, people have equity they want to deploy. In the last 10 years, we've had YouTube University grow more than any time, any other education source for investors to use to learn how to get into real estate. We've had record low interest rates for the last two years. We've had record wage inflation. People can afford to buy more. Um, Matt? It's not Denmark. Let's just start there. <laughs> Go into detail. I don't Social, socialized economy, like with, with all these price controls and all these things in place, you know, even Japan, 100-year mortgages, right? So it is just purely free market, supply and demand, and the ability, and, and for that market to be functioning as it's functioning. And then the, the thing I'll say before we ask the next question to the person who thinks we're going to crash because of prices is in 2006, we had high prices. So we have high prices now. What we don't have now is adjustable rate mortgages. In two years, we, we have about 4% adjustable rate, but in 2006 and seven, we had 50% adjustable rate mortgages. So in two years, a lot of people will still be able to afford the payment that they've been making. Um, okay, so if prices are your first argument as to why it's gonna crash, what's your second? All right, fine. If you guys don't wanna give me prices, what about affordability, man? Interest rates are up. I was pre-approved. Now I'm not approved. There's going to be all these buyers that can't get in because rates are so high. You guys tell me it's a payment-based society. Fine. But now rates are over five. Nobody can buy. Who, who could buy in an environment like this? There's just no buyers left. I'll let you start, Matt. <laughs> I can't believe the attitude we're getting. <laughs> I can. We, just, we need to go in the parking lot for a little bit and then come back in and fix this. Unbelievable. I do much better work out there. So the idea is, again, supply and demand. Rates can be higher, but if the market can bear it, people are going to be buying based on what they can afford. So while the number of houses, again, inventory remains extremely low, people are still going to have to buy and in some cases have to sell. And so where it really comes down to, again, is free market economy, 
the fact that people do buy payment. And so they will have to get either, if they have to move, they'll either have to get a lesser house or they'll have to wait. Now there will be the time when transactions will slow down and we'll start to build some inventory, but don't expect there to be this explosion of inventory. There might be an explosion of overpriced inventory because people will feel like they should have sold their house six months ago, a little bit different of a market. But in my market, where there's still such a shortage of demand, even though rates have gone up 250 basis points, every month we continue to break the record of the cost of a median home. And, and largely in these towns, price per square foot continues to break a record in most of those cases. So what we'll eventually end up having, we, we will see is that those rates will start to impact people's buying abilities. And some of those assets will start to sit longer on the market. And then in turn, we'll need to see a price adjustment. So I'm going to devil's advocate and take Mike's side on this. Oh, and let's say we can prove that rates have gone up affecting affordability. So if somebody is saying, don't invest now because prices are going to come down because rates are going up and you wait and the prices plateau and they stop going up as fast as they were, mm -hmm. but rates continue to go up. Mm -hmm. Even if you paid the same or less for the property, you as the investor in the future with those high rates are going to pay more. You're just sending more money to the lender than to the seller. So it's again, still no reason to delay purchasing. Always a good day to buy a great deal. Mm -hmm. Your buying power yourself might go down, but there are people who are doing 1031 exchanges who have a lot of equity sitting in a property that they can invest with. We're seeing people move from high cost of living areas and cities where they had to live close to where their work was, moving into low cost of very low cost of living areas where they can now work from a distance so they have more money to deploy. And interest rates only impact buyers who are buying with a mortgage. So if you're 1030 a large enough amount, or if you're able to sell a house, like Matt talked about in a previous video, for a million dollars in one area and buy another one for half a million dollars, even after paying taxes, if you had to, you'd still be able to buy that house in cash. So rates aren't going to make prices come down anytime soon. And even if they did, if it was raising rates that did that, you're still going to be paying the same. Fine. I got one more for you. So prices are going to do it. Rates aren't going to do it. Well, gosh darn it, the Federal Reserve of Dallas just had an article that said they're seeing a housing bubble and they're never wrong. So you guys got to be wrong. Okay, so they're right. There's a housing bubble. Tell me about the part where it pops, though. Well, they said they're seeing the, the same kind of feedback loop where buyers are fear of missing out and they have these crazy expectations of appreciation. So they're seeing the same animal spirits that led to the crash last time. You have to watch out for those animal spirits. We're not seeing massive numbers of adjustable rate mortgages. We're not seeing ninja loans. If you tried to qualify for a mortgage lately, you're not getting anything with no job, no income, no assets, no real paperwork. Um, it's kind of forensic still. So seeing indications like higher prices, fear of missing out, creates price increase. None of that creates price drop. Matt? Free market, still supply and demand. It still is what it is. The market will continue to do what the market does so long as there is as much demand as there is supply, prices will be stable. 
So long as there's less supply and more demand, prices will continue to increase. And I have one last question for the detractor. <laughs> and then real quick, lastly, okay. the, other, the other piece to this too is, for those of you who aren't paying attention, the Fed has raised a quarter point <laughs> and rates are up 250 to 300 basis points. Yeah. The issue is buyers of mortgage-backed securities, essentially the bond market, that is a far larger market than anything else. Mm -hmm. And so in that market, when you have people saying, yeah, I'll buy it, but I want a better return than this because I think it needs to be better risk adjusted, then guess what? price of that is going to go up, which means the rates go up, which means the payments get more expensive. So for all of you who think it's only on the Fed, it's not on the Fed just on the rate side. It's actually on the MBS side, the actual debt side of the bond side of the market. But I'm not- Oh, that was above my head. I'm yeah. not an economist, but I do play one on TV. <laughs> play one on TV. Nice. Here's the question, Mike. Yep. If we agree with you, bubble's going to pop. Awesome. Prices are going to come down. Done. Video over. I said if. Oh, darn it. What does an investor do right now today if you know prices are going to pop and come down six months from now? What does an investor or a homeowner? Investor. Well, if an investor knew that prices were going to come down, um, I guess they sit back and wait. Maybe they list a couple and, and cash out and come back. I don't know. Cer certainly, I'm trying to be myself now instead of the other idiot. Um, no, be, be the guy who hates. Oh, be the, the guy who the, hates. The bubble's going to oh, pop. Dude, you absolutely know it. Dude, the bubble's going to pop, man. I'm going to sell now. I'm going to kick back and like sit on my big pile of money. And I'm going to buy stuff for 50% off. It's going to be 0% interest. It's going to be a party. That's what I'm going to do. So what we need is more YouTube channels saying that. So a whole bunch of investors sell everything to us. And then they sit back and wait two years and buy our stuff back at a higher price. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to do that. I don't think anybody should do that. Yeah. Uh, this was fun. I, uh, I hopefully everybody realized I was, I was, I was overacting obviously, but those are some of the comments I, I, I get. So I thought I would just go with it. Dion, thank you for doing that. Where can people find you? Right here on YouTube, Dion Talk Financial Freedom. And I usually don't go full Nicolas Cage like you did, but <laughs> good job. Matt, how about you? Want to know what Mike's like in between videos? There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Lumberjack Wheeler on YouTube and Lumberjack Wheeler on Instagram. Appreciate you being a good sport and doing that, Mike. That was fun. Thanks, guys. Right. Ciao.